Hey, this is Emily, and you're listening to After Chef, the podcast. Oh, hello, employees. Happy lunchtime. It's uh, After Chef, the podcast, uh, also known as After Chef Junior, the podcast about adults cooking. Mm-hmm. My name is Max, and with uh, the ladies always by my side, Stacy and Jenny. Uh, Jenny, you are not by our side. You are in Kelowna. Kelowna. Back to Kelowna. Sorry to hear about the marriage troubles. <laughs> um, Stacy, we really missed you last week. I missed me too. <laughs> I missed you guys a lot. I was listening to the episode and kept just chiming in. Just kept talking. Like I, I recorded basically my own version. Max privately. wouldn't let me talk about anything. I'm sorry? You wouldn't let me talk about anything. I was like, okay, let's talk about skydiving. Let's talk about the things I want to talk to Stacy about. And oh, he's wow. just like, oh, You, could not, you could not be more wrong. There was like a 20-minute section in the second half that's about nothing. It was driving me crazy. We were listening to it in the car, and I'm like, we're just talking about nothing. We're that's talking literally part. about nothing. Oh, that's I funny, because I listened to it. I was like, oh, I wish Stacey was there. I would have liked to delve into that more. <laughs> yeah, I really wanted to hear more about the skydiving situation. 100%. I can't believe you really listened to it in front of Stacey. I would have been too nervous to do that. We had a long car ride. Yeah. We're like, well, oh, we usually have Jenny as a buffer. <laughs> She's not here. What do we do? Luckily, we have you just in our pockets anytime. I, I actually felt when we were when, I, when we were listening to the last episode that we did the Bake Off episode sort of a disservice because I, a it was just so emotionally powerful. I was completely rattled, but also b we were not exactly sober, and uh, we were having a hard time sort of doing like the regular housekeeping stuff like walking through the episode at a coherent chronological pace and explaining why emily went home yes you just well we split <laughs> straight over that i mean guys i feel like now's a good time to tell you oh uh, i spoke uh. i spoke with emily yesterday i love it oh my god the and meaning we, of the mind are we gonna be hearing we're gonna be hearing that interview later at the end of this episode we're gonna finish the whole thing off with the uh the interview with emily emily if you're listening thank you again so much for um doing the interview it means a lot to us how did it go how do Jenny? you feel you know how like when you see a magazine cover and it's like oh celine tells all yes this is emily's tell all <gasps> oh like God. when she was speaking i was a bit like are you allowed to say any of this but she just like went for it oh my god i i it's had so interesting how mm-hmm. candid everybody is and like, are all contestants like this, or are we just shocked by it because normally we're talking to children who, like, <laughs> are just told not to say anything and they listen, whereas adults are, like, weighing the consequences and making their own decisions for themselves? I don't know. Like, I said to her right at the beginning, like, hey, like, obviously you've listened to the show, you know, like, I'm not exactly a fan of yours. Oh, like, my we, God, what is wrong with you, Jenny? Get, no, I was like, this is before we were recording. I was like, we can take this interview one of two ways. Like, if you're like happy with me like speaking to you how i really feel then like i would like to do <laughs> that or if you don't want to do that kind of interview i can be more like chatty and like fake and you're she's a like, madman what i said you're you're a madman i'm just like not <laughs> i saw a madman it's just like i was just being honest and then she's like no like you ask me your questions and i'll tell you what i think and i was like amazing touche does that make you love her 
No. I actually, I mark? said to her at one point in this interview, like, you are so cold. You <laughs> are so cold. Like, she's wow. so cold. But she's... A lot of things came to light, and you'll hear them at the end, that made her decision-making through this competition make more sense. Oh, that's good. That's good. A that's lot good. of things came to light, but it was still... Yeah. Whew, some women. Wow. How exciting. I, I am pumped. I can't wait to listen. I'm pumped. You know, at the end of the season, I want us to rate, I want us to rank our interviews. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I want us to rank our interviews. This will be We've got high a couple up. more. Yeah. <laughs> We've got a couple more coming down the pipe, but only so many more episodes of this show left. We just found out that there's a bunch of double eps coming up. So we've really only got four more after chefs left to go. How many more interviews do we have left? Well, Cez- are we going to be able to squeeze them all in? We are going to try and line up Cesar as soon as I can. As soon as I get my act together. Mm-hmm. And then do we have anybody else? I thought there was rumors of Farhan. Is I mean, that, that was probably true? just me hoping more than... Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. It's like the secret. You just say it and then uh, maybe it comes true. Farhan, Farhan, Farhan. <laughs> Farhan, Farhan. <laughs> you guys, stoner. in the middle of this episode, they had uh, something pop up to say that MasterChef casting was going to be in a city near you coming up there. It did not have a city near us, so I went to look it up. You have to be a U.S. citizen, but I, I think we can, like, go... Well, how, is Bowen a U.S. citizen? He must be, because he must to be. be. But he's built... He's being... He's billed as being from, like, some city in China. You could be from multiple of. places. Like, Jenny, you could participate as... Uh, in the Canadian one, you can be a permanent resident, so you could participate in that, or MasterChef Scotland, I'm sure. <laughs> is there such a thing, Jenny? No, there's, like, a British one. Oh, But okay. it's not Scotland in particular, no. Do we dare... Look at the at MasterChef Canada. Oh, Canada! But I was looking because I was looking at the what it would take to enter MasterChef, real MasterChef, and was not eligible. Looked into MasterChef Canada. You don't even have to show up at an audition. You first send them like a tape and, and fill out an application. The tape is even optional. Like, you don't even have to do a video. You just fill out this questionnaire. You would be an idiot not to do the video, right? Do you think we could you don't send have them, to cook anything. Do you think we could send them a video and, like, pretend yeah. as an application, but then just be like, hey, like, this isn't actually an application. We're three podcast hosts. We have this podcast about us. Just as a way to, like, get to them. I just want to get, like, I want to just lie and get on that show. But do you think you they would cook? I know, but they wouldn't figure that out until way later. I feel like I could fake it into the first, like, three episodes before they would notice. You could like, just I pull could a just learn... cat. Oh, I'm allergic to that. Oh, I'm allergic to that. Yeah. <laughs> like, if you just learned ten recipes and did them very well, like, I think I could do that. You'd be great at the talking heads. I think I really would. And I yeah. had, like, fun, like, I'd have a fun little uniform I'd always wear, mm-hmm. like, my cool watermelon jacket. They'd be mm-hmm. like, okay, fruit coats. That's your thing, Stacey. <laughs> so you really think you could learn ten dishes well enough to get into math? Yeah, so I'd fill out the application first, and I think I'd be honest. I'd be like, listen, I work for a magazine that's all about food. I host a show about MasterChef. It inspired me. I started to learn to cook. Uh, It's my favorite thing now, and I love it so much. Prove me wrong. And then they'd have to bring me on the show to find out. I think they wouldn't listen to this to find out that I'm lying. (laughs) I don't even know if they would care that I'm lying. I think you'd have to go the whole way and be like, I can win this. Like, Mm because they love that. Yeah. I just have to be overly confident. Yeah. There was like a little drop down menu. I was looking at the application and it said like, rate your cooking level. And it basically just like 10 ways of saying, I can cook super well. (laughs) Professional quality, like passionate beginner. Grandmother. Yeah. (laughs) 
Guys, um, Sorry. We, we have two episodes mm, to get okay. through today, That's so true. we should get cracking. Two episodes. Plus an interview. So we got, we got a lot of ground to cover. Okay, go, um, go, go, go. So, I think uh, we should just no stop and just play the interview. <laughs> like, no uh, episode. No episode? <laughs> people no, watch no. it. They know. They get it. No. They know the big drama. No, no. People, stick around with us. Emily's, uh, I mean, this interview, I cannot wait. Okay, we'll just go fast. Okay, so Shanika says, oh my god, this is top seven, I can't wait to be in the top five, which seemed like an oddly Bit of a jump. (laughs) (laughs) Just a very measured dream for the future. Mm -hmm. No, um... They're at a ranch. Yes, we're in some kind of ranch. It annoyed me that they were doing, like, another cook outdoors team challenge. It's like, have we not seen this already? Even listening to you guys describe the military one last time, I was like, oh, I'm so glad I missed that. I'm so tired of watching them, like, cook lamb outside. I mean, I don't know. that is the aim of our podcast for people to listen to it and think, oh, I'm glad I didn't watch the TV show. <laughs> sounds terrible. <laughs> I'm a key demographic for this. <laughs> so uh, we find out that they're, it's not just, they're not just, it's not just any ranch. It was a ranch that almost burnt to the ground during the California wildfires. That doesn't seem sad enough to me. They spent all this mm. time being like, look at these heroes who saved California. Like nobody lives on that. Yeah, it wasn't it's like an orphanage. orphanage. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do we both think orphanages are sad places? <laughs> I don't know if we want to make light of these wildfires. You know, the wildfires are quite serious. Yeah, wildfires everywhere, are including our home province. I know, but if they burnt down a lemon grove versus burning down like a like a home for single mothers, mm. for example, or an there's bigger heroes out there. A home for single yeah, children. <laughs> single children. <laughs> So sad. I agree with Stacey, like burning down a fantasy wedding destination, which is what yeah. it looked like, just yeah. didn't have tug my heartstrings. Yeah. It's like, oh, Jessica Simpson's gonna have to find somewhere else to get married. <laughs> Bothered. Um They so- show up in a fire truck. Also, I was like, the fire truck has better places to be, guys. Mm-hmm. Um, and when you say they showed up, you mean the judges. The judges, They yes. make a dramatic entrance. How did the contestants get there? I don't know. They just walked. arrived. They walked. <laughs> <laughs> they just walked onto the ranch. <laughs> Meet us here at 10 a.m. Okay. We're not providing... You can get an Uber. You can get a taxi. <laughs> Whatever it takes. Whatever it takes. You just got to be there. They Yeah. So the theme was that it was heroes for the wildfire. And at first I thought, is this going to be like a fire grilled flame broiled like smoked meat that makes way too much sense i, I think that would be sort of inappropriate don't you think? <laughs> no i think it'd be dying on barbecue burn I mean, burn people, baby i mean people died so maybe Did not die? yeah they should have had a, a flame grilled competition for orphans so they should have had they should have been smoking meat <laughs> What was that bit we came up with, like Miss Pickington's School for Adventurous Children? We could uh, sprinkle a wildfire into that. No, wildfires are super serious. And to be honest, like, as you know, I have mild asthma and just by exercise when I haven't exercised in a few years. And the smoke in Vancouver in the past few weeks has really, like, been tough for me. Yeah. And you're working right now in the the heart of it. Basically in a fire right now. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. I hope you're okay. Get one of those masks. I should have been one of the heroes that they like cooked for. Maybe. 
Just sit, like you're just no. in the background. All the no, fire chiefs are wearing so. their fancy uniforms. And you're just there. <laughs> like my mild asthma has been pretty bothered by. No you fires are wheelchair? terrible. Fires are terrible. They are. They are. They absolutely are. Um, it was just a so, weird connection. Yes. So <laughs> they split up the teams. They're going to have uh, two captains they identify first. We've got Bowen and we've got Cesar. Enemies. By the way, <laughs> enemies, Emily told me real life enemies. Wait, what do you mean? Like Cesar and Bowen just hated each other. So she said she actually respects that about Bowen that he would just be like, I don't like you. Like apparently that wow. wasn't a like out the blue sentence don't, for him to say. Don't don't give away the interview with the goods. That's the not even the goods. I don't even know if I'll oh. include that. Oh my god. Very crazy. Um I gotta get a sound clip of Bowen saying, I do not like you. <laughs> I feel like you would use that targeted at yeah, One I don't us? know if oh, I want yeah. that on this headboard. <laughs> um, <laughs> so they split, they, they identify Cesar and Bowen as the team captains. And then, interestingly, they tell them, they tell the rest of them to pair up. How weird mm. was this? It was so crazy. Farhan, Jerron, and... Julia. And Julia all just like went stiff as a board and like basically stood nose to nose. <laughs> they so did that, it. Un- like, like a you don't think of your dog in trouble and the dog's like, trying not to make eye contact with you? That's what they looked like. Like, they were oh, all just, yeah. like, looking at the sky and, like, frozen. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's like, yeah, you're... They're like, maybe if we don't move, she won't see us. <laughs> I mean, I think we... They were all trying to avoid being on Shanika's team. Do we... Yeah. Agreed? I don't know if it was just Shanika or if they thought the other three were just weaker in general. Oh, I don't know. Like, have we seen anything from, like, Sam and Ashley over the course of these next two episodes? They just cleaned up all the way along. I think it was just pure reaction to having to cook with Shanika. That made me feel sad. And at at this point, even, I'm beginning to notice that Shanika is, her talking heads are a little less sassy. They're Usually, they're cranked up to 11. They were floating in at around a seven. Because they're done past ten, since she knew she didn't want to look too foolish. Well, I think actually, this is my theory, is that she did her talking head after she had been eliminated. So she was coming in a little bit more humble. Mm. Mm-hmm. Guys, I knew she was going home in this, because when Emily was bitching about her, she said to me, she acts like she didn't get sent home. <laughs> Emily. Emily! So Spoilers. I, like, I knew she was going home at some point, and then at the beginning of this episode, I was like, oh, she's going home now. Yeah, this is it. I feel no, it. Yeah, it was so intense. Um, wow. Did you guys catch any of the uh, Twitter beef between uh, Shanika and Emily? Oh, hot, hot, oh, Yeah, hot. I was like on the road in Joe's homeland uh, doing research for our uh, Broadway show. <laughs> the old country. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Meeting the Nonas. Um, so I... I couldn't keep up with it. I didn't see it, but I saw you guys were you were a Twitter about it. What happened? What were they what were they going on about? Were uh, we involved? Did you chat? Did they tag us? No, no, it was no, nobody tagged us. It was more like Emily specifically was not tagging Shanika, but people kept tagging Shanika and things Emily was saying. And then everything Emily said, which like didn't come across super well um shanika was just chiming in with like with clapping hands like take that loss (laughs) (laughs) which is even funnier now that we know shanika got evicted in the next episode (laughs) i love it it was nuts it is it is nuts anyways 
Anyways, let's continue with the with the app. One thing I I, uh, I really loved uh, when they had broken up the teams is a quote from Ashley about Bowen. He gets frazzled and loses his mind. It did over these two episodes really feel like Bowen is losing his mind. I jotted down though. unhinged. <laughs> I, I jotted down unhinged. He's a pilot. Yeah, like, yeah. a sea bass should not in the big scale of things, rattle you rattle you yeah i agree you gotta like of all the jobs that we've seen on this show math teacher bus driver professional shopper, shopper. Yeah. <laughs> that is the one where you should just like have a cool head and he's yeah. fiery i don't know if i want would you if you okay you get to the airport you've got your bags you're about to board you learn that bowen is the pilot of your plane no, do you get no, on that plane no you're not no. even going to get on the plane no i i would just hear... i mean i think a robot mostly does the plane flying now max max you fool max are you sure sweet sweet fool that's what people say who like think they could be pilots jenny's sister's a pilot she's the most she's the closest to a pilot out of the three of us here yeah mm. Max, like, you I would, would not trust... do well as a pilot. What are you talking about? You would not do well as a pilot. Get, get, I need elaborate. <laughs> I mean, do I think you would look good in the uniform? Yes. Oh, do I think you 100%. have a reassuring like aura about you? Yes. I don't think you would deal well with the rules, and there's a lot of rules. <laughs> I don't know. I want to land here now. <laughs> <laughs> Max is always like fighting the man near traffic control and be like, okay, you're third in line. I'm going second because I don't agree with who was second. That's was not a, white a terror. Male. That's whoa. No, I would never say that. You would uh, never any, hate I'm, on not, white I'm not I'm certainly like not motivated by my privilege. Yeah. Give me a break, Jenny. Um, anyways, enough about me and my pilot career. That's a separate podcast. Mm-hmm. It's Ooh, called, called Max Mitchell Imaginary Pilot, <laughs> and it's premiering <laughs> after this. Uh, we'll have a sneak peek after the Emily interview. Yeah. Oh, and we forgot to mention that Bowen um, had the opportunity, after a coin flip, to choose whether he wanted his team first or his protein first, and he went with protein. C- crazy decision, if you ask me. Because he says, everyone could cook. <laughs> yes. Like he just, I mean, he's not wrong. Yeah, it surprises me, actually, that he is so anti-Caesar because it seems like he doesn't care or connect with any other no, person but did there. You, like, he just sees them as a blob. Uh, him like, and Shanika had seemed to have a relationship. Yeah, I thought him and Shanika, like, had this weird bond, like, the whole way mm-hmm. through it. So I think he genuinely was, like, if the only reason that everyone else didn't want to be on that team was Shanika, and he liked Shanika, then... It makes yeah, total sense. Lose. Can't lose. It was yeah. probably pretty astute decision by him actually because he probably knew that cesar would not pick shanika's team he didn't care which team anyone can cook and he did want the protein mm. that's but pilot's logic out. that's what they call Pil- it pilot's logic. aviation <laughs> law <laughs> okay. joe flipped a coin to, to yeah. let them choose and for a second like the coin didn't look like a real coin to me and it almost looked like Joe's head was on the <laughs> Did you see that? <laughs> no. Because, like, they do stuff like that on MasterChef. So I was like, maybe. Yeah. Maybe there's Joe a Joe Buck floating around Or somewhere. maybe they sold them on the MasterChef merch store. Did you guys oh, see the I, ad for that? I also I noted that. Yeah. Oh. It's hot, like, hot, what hot. are we getting, guys? Yeah. <laughs> did you see the shirt that just said, yes, yeah, chef? <laughs> that stood out to me, too. <laughs> <They're>, yeah. <laughs> 
there's so many better catchphrases that they could be putting on there but like what like happy lunchtime employees <laughs> or the doctor said it's a miracle <laughs> or like what about one that says like you today is your last day it could have like a lot of dot dot dots on it like today is your last day in the master chef kitchen until now because you're going up to the balcony mm-hmm. give me your apron <laughs> put your apron back on go outside and then come back in and then go up to the balcony it's a big shirt it's an yeah. extra extra large shirt or hashtag shink yeah oh yeah we're just giving them our merch ideas uh-huh um man they sure said the word fat cap a lot in this episode <laughs> fat cap fat that's cap. a catchphrase what is a fat cap? <laughs> yeah render the fat cap <laughs> Fat cap. Hey, put it on a cap. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Render this fat cap. Like, fat cap to me says, like... And then it's a red... And then it's, like, the... And then the period is, like, a red ant. Eh? Yeah. Uh, Eh? They'll know what it means. eh? Everyone will know. (laughs) Fat cap to me sounds like... If someone said to me, like, oh, fat cap, I would think it was, like, oh, there's a limit on how overweight I will tolerate someone in my friend group. (laughs) (laughs) Like, if that was, if someone said to me fat cap, that's what I, I would never yeah. think the knee of a lamb or whatever it was. Yeah. Was it a knee? Was it? No, those, those are ribs? ribs. So that must have been probably like. It's like the end. It's like a little. Do I little, have a fat uh, cap? Oh, you got probably got a bunch. Rude. Oh, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> so I, we can't be friends anymore. Um, <laughs> my fat quote is full. Yeah. <laughs> I'm done. So I like that they got to make the dish for these firefighters and then get the judges to come over and give them feedback before they made yes. yeah. five of them. That was Sec- very nice. Second episode in a row with mentorship. Yeah. It was awesome. But Although it's also it was... not individual mentorship. Yes, yeah. yeah. Still means nothing that they have these individual things. Gordon started calling everybody his kids at a certain point in this episode. Did you oh. hear that? Oh, I didn't notice I think that. He's going through a, ba- a breakdown. <laughs> Gordon's going through a breakdown? Yeah. Gordon's rock solid. Rock solid. Physically, <laughs> mentally, emotionally, I think we all know. No, do you think Gordon Very... has a fat cap? Oh, absolutely. Really? Yeah. As in, like people he could be friends with. He does seem a little shallow, don't you? No, think? I mean, does he have any fat on him? I mean, inside you, you have to. You can't have skinny ribs, or your heart wouldn't be safe. I don't know. Like, I mean, this... there's lots of people out there with very low body fat, Stacey. See, when you say low body fat, like. Look at my arm. Like, yeah. arm is like muscle, bone, mm-hmm. muscle, mm-hmm. fat, skin. Mm-hmm. So sure. even if I was really thin, would my muscles still be covered in a layer of fat? Like, Stacey, uh, you're very thin. Do you have fat on you? Yeah. Sure. Of course. Most people have a couple, have some fat. You gotta stay warm. You need a little bit of fat, mm. don't you? Yeah. To render. It's the most delicious part. <laughs> That's right. Think about what you're going to cook yourself. I don't understand cooking. Sometimes they're saying, oh, it's good to do this. Sometimes it's bad. <sighs> Who knows? <laughs> like, <laughs> like we today, this episode was just, you just, your tolerance broke for <laughs> not knowing what's going on. But it's just like, sometimes they're like, oh yeah, you didn't render the fat off that. Like, how dare you? That fat has not been rendered off. And then now they're like. Oh, that was risky to render the fat. It's like, what do you want? What are the rules? How different is a lamb and a cow? Like, what do you want? <laughs> like, you render fat on one, you render fat on the other. Like, you sound like how maybe Julia felt in this episode <sighs> near the end where she's like, I don't know what to cook. 
Just freaking over It's it. called a, sh- a Master Chef cap. And I yeah. yeah. <laughs> We're done. I'm just, I'm, I'm I done. I can't wait till we, to talk about Julia at the end of the okay. next episode. Sorry, I, fl- I jumped ahead a little bit. So they're cooking proteins. Judges are giving feedback. Uh, one of them says that Cesar's team's um, fish looks disgusting. Did he have fish? No, no it was bonehead fish. The lamb looked disgusting. Yeah, the lamb and I wrong. thought we we came so close to Gordon Ramsay throwing a piece uh. of meat in the park and saying something about his dog. Yeah, so, so close. close, so close, so close. It's just part of his contract that he gets to do that three times a season. Or do you think they no. edited He's it out? His cap. Do you think they're like, "Oh, it's too much"? He's literally yeah. already thrown lamb in a park this season. You know, what? I've got some time this weekend. I think I'm going to make a super cut. <laughs> Do you actually have time this weekend? Yeah, I'm going to try and do it. Okay, great. Yeah. My in-laws are here, so I'll also do it as a very important work task I can't avoid. Yeah. <laughs> I'll join you in the editing booth. Great, great, great. Um, so um, they serve up all their all their meals. It actually goes, well, Bowen is having a time. He's getting really roasted by Oof. Gordon mm-hmm. throughout the whole thing. Shanika steps up. You know, Shanika did not li- step up. Shanika got voluntold. Dragged. Sure. Yeah. But also very low drama challenge for Shanika. Right? Yeah, she did a good job. Yeah, she seemed like a team player. Mm. Not sure what that, what changed for her. But. You know what would have been really exciting is if one of these groups had started a fire. Ooh. And then all the firefighters would get to spring into action and be heroes. I think that would have added a fun, dramatic element. Like if they'd thrown a cigarette out the window or something. So not even... Okay, I was thinking like a cooking-related fire, but I saw Oh, right. I be. just thought you meant like a typical forest fire. Did you see now if you throw a cigarette out your window in Canada or in BC anyway... Um, and you grasp someone in, then they lose their car. Like the, the government impounds the car. Whoa! Imagine that happened to the fire truck. <laughs> Disaster. Bad news. Bad move. But anyway, I think what changed for Shanika Max is that she was in a position of responsibility, so she couldn't be a little biage, like because mm. it was her. But she looked like she sm- killed him. Yeah. Yeah, um, but it wasn't enough because uh, Cesar's team took it home. After a big explosion of blue smoke. <laughs> that's right. The second time this season. Budget was have, bad. That's right. I they mean, have... they probably get it in bulk. They're like, How else, what else can we do Wait, with it? Wait, guys, maybe this is the leftover smoke. Yeah, yeah. Because last time they it just... was the red smoke, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. They're probably like, oh, the blue team has to win at some point. <laughs> <laughs> they also had like the um, the firefighters had to ring a bell. A mm-hmm. colored bell to indicate who they want to vote for. Why did the bells sound the same? The bells should have sounded different. That would have been much more exciting. No, well, this, they, like a cow. They have bell? to. Like, like, no, they have to sell. They have to sound the same so that they didn't know who was winning. The teams. So then, what's the point of the bell? Yeah, because well, they have to have silent. some wacky way of doing it. What if this is just how all democracy works? You just go up. You ring a bell. For this party or that party. Mm-hmm. Something to think about. An option. <laughs> Democracy reform. So they, they end up back in the MasterChef studio. And uh, the losing team, uh, m- they all have to cook. Pressure test. For the pressure test. Black aprons. And Joe uh, lets them know they're going to be making... <laughs> they're going to be making pasta. But not just one pasta. Uh-oh. Three different types of pasta. This 
as somebody who is not a cook, um, but did take a pasta making course in Italy one time, so I'm pretty confident now. It didn't seem actually that hard. I think I could do that. I think maybe that could be my... In 45 minutes? Yeah, I could do it. You That's... make the same kind of dough. Like, the dough is the hard part. You do is that. Is it even called it dough? Yes. <laughs> Guys, did I tell you I found out who Mary was? Yeah. Who? What did you learn? I was about to You're try to remind my eyebrows, but is... I got Botox this weekend and I couldn't. <laughs> you got Botox this weekend? I was quite stressed and I had these Jenny. two lines between my things and someone I know, who you two know, just injected me at his kitchen table and it went away. No. Yeah, I'll show you later. Jenny. Anyway, Mary cooks all the food on the sh- Mary cooks the sh- food on the show. What? She cooks the food on the show? That the judges are supposed to have made. No. No. And I'm not going to reveal my source. It was online. Mm. No. Oh. <gasps> That's so weird. I, I told you guys. I was like, there's no way. And I know from experience, because I've been up to my elbows making vegan tofu balls for someone else to pretend that they made them. I knew there was no way that the chefs would like stand and do that. There's no way Joe made that dough or did any of that. Oh, my God. I think we just this saw is... him like pinch little ravioli pockets and job done. Pull, he's smoking with the other <laughs> Well, okay, I guess then we've solved it. Um, Mary is America's next master chef. That's Are you sure about this? Hundred. Hundo P. Hundo P. I read it on several online sources. Mmm. Uh, I'm going to look for her in the, the credits show. of the next one. I I'm not convinced. Ads. I'm not convinced. Max, you're in denial. Did you? Did some so some random woman made so, three courses from a no, kitchen scraps. I don't think that kind of food. I think you know when it's like, oh, Garden made this burger, and mm. you guys have to replicate it or whatever. Like, oh, I don't yeah. think so. It's not like they're when they present a piece of food and they say, "This is Gordon's burger." Yeah, sure. Like she's done all the okay. styled ones. Okay. Well, I'm glad we clarified that because that was. You think she was like underneath the counter when Gordon? Well, was that's in. how you had said it. <laughs> Gordon has his hands tucked behind his back and her arms are like poking through and pretending <laughs> like the Swedish chef. Uh, Mary, we got to get her here. Sweet, sweet. We'll Mary. tell her. Okay, we'll get Mary on the show. We'll tell her that she can have one of those voice disguising things. Love it. So, and and we won't reveal her real name. Except we we'll just use say. her real name like several times. <laughs> we'll bleep it. Max will bleep it in post. It's fine. Anyway. Anyways, anyways, so they get the pressure test. They have to make three dishes of pasta, and I think I could do it. We'll never know. You are so you wrong. You are so wrong. You crazy. are so well, wrong. You can't do anything in 45 minutes. We can't even ever <laughs> even do this what? podcast in 45 minutes. <laughs> okay. It did look nice, so, the pasta. Yeah, I would eat all of those things. Yeah, totally. So um, they attack the pasta. Uh, Bowen, uh, who was first up? Was it Bowen uh, or Shanika? Shanika was first up. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what happened. I guess she just ate up way too much time trying to make that dough properly. The pasta was dry. Oh, yeah. The, the dough is too dry. And there was just nothing on the plate. I mean, uh, uh, you got to just you tighten tighten these things, Jenny. Tighten those. 
Titan. Titan them. Your microphone. Yeah, you're, I mean, you're saying the word Titan, but Titan List, isn't... Just listeners, this is just a little behind-the-scenes magic. Uh, seeing how it all comes together. Turn that clock, Will this get cut out? Turn that hmm. clockwise or something. Probably not. Probably We're, not. We're anyway. all about transparency here. <laughs> um, so, Shanika did not really get to play a whole lot of anything. Mm. So, right away, you know she's going to be one of the bottom... You know what I noticed? Ashley was chopping up tomatoes, and Aunt Shanika opened a can of tomatoes. Were mm-hmm. they supposed to, Like, that seems smarter to me. Like, if you get a can of tomatoes. Yeah. It's already chopped up. So it sounded yeah. like they weren't given a recipe for this one, hey? Cause no, I don't think so. At some point, simple. Ashley was like, oh, I didn't know I was supposed to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Or she... Because she added mushrooms into the... Um, uh, what is it called? The lun- the lune, whatever. Mezzaluna? Yeah, the the Little stuffed pasta. Mm-hmm. I hate mushrooms. <laughs> you just fail it right away. Uh, disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't feed it to my duck. Uh, yeah, I, don't... I was wondering is if like the judges get to choose what the challenge is just based on like what they're hungry for that day. Mm-hmm. Like Joe was really mowing down on all of that. And maybe he was just really hankering for. Mm-hmm. Right now, I would choose a Dairy Queen Blizzard. You know what? I would choose uh, a Dairy Queen cake that you owe me. Cece, I have plans in the works for that. Okay. I was going right. to do it as a You're going to get Mary to make it for me? That's fine. Hmm. I'm not making you one. I have made an <laughs> ice cream cake before. That's impressive. Mm. You should be on MasterChef. <laughs> you just like star ice cream. <laughs> Put it in a cake pan. Yeah. So Shanika's is obviously not going well. It did not look good. Uh, no, uh, but Sam steps up to the plate and just oh. utterly crushes the the competition. America's sweetheart is smashing it. You guys, I feel like I'm predicting a, a Sam Caesar finale. Ooh. Does that sound crazy? Can we give Sam a theme tune? Is there some Sam, sort of Sam, sweetheart? She can't. Um, yeah, like what about the Sweet Valley High theme? Sweet Valley High. Is that it? <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> Guess. This is guess. How about this? A sweet valley high. Is that it? <laughs> Why is the sweet valley high theme tune? When I, I wake up remember. in the morning and seven's gonna go and I don't think she'll ever make it on time. That's saved, That's by, saved the by the bell. bell. Oh. I have... We should play the Saved by the Bell, the college years theme song. Oh, yeah, that should be what it. Is we'll that find mean? out. Guys, what is a song with Sweetheart in it? There must be one. Is there like an American? She's my sweet. No. It's cherry pie. Hmm. Uh, Sweet. My My Miss American Pie. Is that what you're thinking of? Oh, that's not terrible. It's very And it could be Sam American Pie. My Miss American Pie. It's like an eight minute song. We're going to have to come up with a lot of new lyrics. <laughs> that could be her. And she was making pasta and pressing garden with the little sorority recipe. I have a lot of, uh, I have an extended interview with her. There's a lot of material. <laughs> We talked for like an hour. Yeah, we could write a whole American pie. But we're not going to. We just need the chorus. I have some time this weekend. We could do a lot of things. Miss American Pie. And that was all we need. It's done. Max, you can listen to that hour-long interview in your own time for whatever (laughs) kicks you want to get out of that. Um, There were no books really this episode. Did you guys have any? Oh, that fish thing was a bit weird, but that's coming up later, isn't it? Mm, mm Mm-hmm. Um, 
Ashley, uh, for her pasta dish, she, like we mentioned already, she added the mushrooms. It was, I don't know, we don't really know why she did that. I know, but, she was like, I didn't know I was supposed to do that, but it's like she did something she, she wasn't, that wasn't even there. It wasn't even like she cooked the mushrooms wrong. She just added something. Yeah. Hmm. Maybe it was, I don't know, maybe she got confused about because they're always trying to add like a little something extra, right? Mm-hmm. But. Who knows? No, I wish they would be specific when they're like, this mm-hmm. is a replication challenge or it's not. Yeah. And Bowen made Chinese food. Yeah. <laughs> How did he make it through this? Well, I think because everything was... No. I mean, they said that it all it was all... The components were all correct except for the pasta. Everything else was done properly. Yeah, but it's a pasta dish. Like, I don't buy it. He should have gone home, in my opinion. I think so, too. He did worse than Shanika. He didn't make pasta. He made like weird noodles with yeah, like a sauce gyoza. on the side. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, everybody did better than Shanika. Shanika had almost nothing on the plates. No, it I don't It was terrible. Agree. She had like two pieces. The fact that he got through is a miracle. <laughs> like he didn't cook the pasta in the sauce like you're supposed no, to. No, he didn't saute it with the sauce, with the pasta water and the two sauces become one. Mm-hmm. Just definite cooking stuff that I knew before mm-hmm. watching. This yeah, episode. that's passive by definition, obviously. <laughs> so, see, this is how I feel like I could do on MasterChef Canada is I'll just learn a bunch of food fact sound bites from this and just like I'll I'll take everything Emily cooked and just learn that and then go from where she failed mm. to victory. You'll start at Black Forest Gato and you'll yeah. go up, up. Right, <laughs> that's where she went wrong. I'll go into the forest. <laughs> So, unfortunately, Shanika does go home. So sad. Uh, yeah. How, which how means, did you feel, Max? Mm, I felt... I'm glad that she went out in an episode where she did not come across as, like, aggressive or, or anything like this. I'm glad this is how we will remember her. Mm. But um, it was... I'm. You know what? I'm worried about the entertainment factor for the rest of the show. And uh, to be clear, with our audience at the time of us listening to this the show has not aired yet so we are as of yet to see Shanika's response to her being evicted from the show and I cannot wait oh I cannot wait what emoji will she feel I think she's gonna throw some real commentary our way but wait I really wish we could in her inter interview Max is this a thing have you listened to a podcast it's new podcast lingo is it? I don't know. I just came up with it. But yeah, that's what good. I bet. All lingo has to start somewhere. I'm yeah. too intimidated to reach out to her. It's pilot chat. Guys, you know how when you have iMessage on in your computer and it like pops up at the mm-hmm. side? My tennis coach just texts me, Coach Johnny. Saying, Who are you? You're getting Botox and going for tennis lessons? I'm You're spending too much time with those love it or listed people, says, man. You are the best and really looking forward to hitting with my Scottish ten- tennis star on wed. <laughs> hmm. Does Callum know about this? He's old. He's, he's like old. 70. Yeah, he's an old guy. He tells me I'm special, though, and I pay him for it. Anyway, so I'm, <laughs> I'm really excited. It's fine. Everything's fine. I'm really excited about Shanika's commentary now that she's not on the show anymore. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking forward to whatever, like, something big is going to come next for her. She's too She's too good for this show, you know? They didn't deserve her. She's, she's all, destined for bigger, better things. She's also too good for us because we've asked several times for her to get in touch and she hasn't. Well, we've asked 
through the microphones in this podcast like it's cosmetics i feel i can't contact her because i feel like she's your person like we all have our people and she's not mine she's yours i faced my fear head on yesterday (laughs) and by fear i mean nemesis emily nemesis nemily i need to face split our (laughs) skype combo because we actually do look really alike like if emily and i had kids it would just look like us (laughs) Max, um, you have to reach out if Stacey's okay. okay with it. I will, I will, I will, I will. Stacey, are you I okay will. with it? Do you have a Shanika cap? <laughs> Shanika cap. Zero Shanika. <laughs> Shanika cap. Shandy cap. My girl Shandy cap. Okay. So, so then we get another episode. Surprise. Double F. Guys, just snuck up on us. Why? Why? Stop. Max, I know you're looking tired at this podcast, but also, like, I'm just expressing my tiredness at why does everything have to be two hours of this bloody show? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. It makes no, it so I difficult mean, to focus. Yeah, it makes for a long pod, mm-hmm. let me tell you. It makes long for a long sesh. viewing. Mm-hmm. It's too much. We have things to do, okay? I've got to learn 10 recipes so I can be on MasterChef Canada. <laughs> does the audience like, not feel like that, too? Not about our podcast, because they obviously love it, but about watching the show. I would love to see some ratings. I would love to see what the drop-off is after hour two. Mm. Is this the kind of show that people don't actually watch with the same interest or regularity that we do? Is this just background viewing for a lot of Americans? Well, also, oh, guys, I don't think so. We're watching it with no commercials. Can you imagine? Oh, I know. This is your whole night. Watching people it work with... a full day and then come to... This is like a part-time job. <laughs> yeah, watching it with the commercials last week was, it was tough. It was There so were a hard. lot of commercials. It was so hard. Mm-hmm. But a great show, and we love it. <laughs> um, think of the joy it's brought us. Think of all the crazy things that have happened in our lives. I, think of all the people we've spoken to. Think of how we have actually influenced network television. I don't know. If it's we, insane. I don't, I don't this think is such an insane project. I don't think we've influenced network. Oh, you're 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 giving them too much credit. Oh. You're giving them too much credit. Uh, Max, I will say that like. I think if we didn't have this podcast, I definitely know I'd be friends with Stacey, but you might have just been like a peripheral, like Stacey's guy. Mm -hmm. Um, And I'm really thankful this uh, show has brought us together. Oh, that's nice. It makes me feel like we have a relationship out with Stacey and it makes me happy. Yeah, totally. There you go. I like that. I think that's nice. Mm -hmm. We really enjoyed some nice whiskey and ginger beer last week together. Mm -hmm. I saw. I saw. I was FOMOing. Yeah. Our you pod guys... may have suffered, but um, who knows? <laughs> the quality so of the So anyways. <laughs> I liked that Joe called Shanika a lioness. Mm. That felt like a very nice, mm-hmm. uh, appropriate moniker for her. Absolutely. Ooh, Stacey, what would you call yourself if you're a wild animal? If I was a wild animal, an ostrich, probably. <laughs> I agree. With glasses. <laughs> So cute. So cute. Maybe that could be a little friend in a pouch of mash for my giraffe. What would you call that? Probably a a meerkat. This is going to be like, how many books are in Harry Potter? Seven. Seven? Mm -hmm. So that's book two. Mm. Um, A meerkat. Sorry. I would say Max is like a meerkat with like round glasses. Huh. Huh. Do you disagree? Uh, I don't. Spiritually, I don't connect with the meerkat. What do you want to be? I don't know. Spiritually. Jenny, what are you? (laughs) I don't know either. 
Mm-hmm. I would have guessed some sort of lioness, probably. Mm-hmm. But are Shanika and I cut from the same cloth? Wow. Mm. Who knows? You do love to stir up drama. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't love to stir up drama. <laughs> I just like entertainment. It's different. I, I have a feeling Shanika would say the exact same thing. <laughs> Emily was telling me that the, um, the downfall of people that go on this show is if you try and be friends with everyone... Because then everyone hates you. And I feel mm. that's something I probably would have fallen prey to. I probably would have just like tried to please everyone. Stacey, what are you thinking about when you're on the show? What, what my attitude will be? Off I feel camera. like I'm just not going to make any friends at all. I'm not going to make eye contact with anybody. I'm not going to speak to anybody. It's pretty I'm much only going like to talk to the camera. <laughs> Maybe I'm like Emily. Maybe there's yeah, a what if you Emily hate me? <sighs> okay. A new episode started and it's full of trash. <laughs> How did you feel about them taking on the environment? I loved it. I mean, that was so hypocritical. Why? I don't know. They're like, uh, it's a it's a critical issue for Master Chef. And then later in the episode, Jaron cooks a beautiful dish and then they just like Walk away from like presumably throw that in the garbage. They're like, <laughs> I thought the episode here's was... ten mountains of a beaut. Like here's fifteen chickens, guys. Go ahead and make whatever you want with it. Like that's just so much garbage. And also the episode was, was hypocritical because they're like, oh, here's the scraps, but then later on, here's the full ingredients. <laughs> like how did they get the scraps? They probably destroyed all of those beautiful ingredients and threw the rest away. <laughs> I actually wish that they had. Um flipped this episode so they started the mystery oh, yeah. box with all like the pure oh, ingredients and yeah. then and then the the elimination challenge they pull up the box and it's like it's all the crap you threw away that would have been that would have been better. a great idea god mm-hmm. why don't they put because they just did the opposite of conservation because now i'm thinking to get those scraps they'll have like taken a broccoli cut off the head through the head of the bin <laughs> yeah <laughs> Do they not think this through, yeah. though? It's like, we can oh see goodness. you. Right. We can see what you're doing. Just like, when you just give, like, the tail of a fish, do you not think my first question is, what Where's happened the to the rest of that fish? <laughs> I also like that they were like, oh, it's a critical issue for MasterChef, and that didn't... I mean, maybe they don't have a solution for it. Maybe they were like, this is our first attempt. They probably did <laughs> that. They reached so many people. But just that is like, you know, like a nice little like the more, you know, type lesson was was like rippled through six million people. It was great. Sorry. How can you how can you possibly complain? What was the lesson there? They didn't do a nod to like composting or recycling or like things you could just using being willing to use more of the food that you have at your disposal instead of just throwing it away. How many Americans are using fresh food is another question that I had. Like, mm-hmm. oh, when you're buying this jalapeno fish or whatever the hell it was, just make sure you Imagine. use the tail as well. It's like, all right, great. And let me just put down my Dunkin' Donuts coffee and go run in to tell my wife who's cooking, like, craft cheese about that jalapeno fish or whatever it is. Oh, Jesus. my God. There were, it was the hamachi, but it was also, it was the cheeks. It was the the head, basically, like the, the cheeks of the hamachi, not the tail. Cheek, singular, Max. We learned this a couple of weeks ago. Mm. No, no, that's a flounder. A hamachi <laughs> is a different type of fish. How Come many on. cheeks does a hamachi have? Probably two. Probably. I got to know this stuff if I'm going to be on MasterChef, guys. Mm-hmm. I don't look like an idiot walking in there. <laughs> 
<laughs> they're like, oh, you've never Hi, had... I'm Stacey. I... I have she has two cheeks. And, <laughs> and I can cook everything. Uh, don't even worry about it. So is the hamachi a fancy fish? On the fancy fish scale? It is. Oh. What's the least fancy fish? Catfish. Tilapia. Gold, oh, yeah. Catfish. Goldfish. Goldfish. Goldfish, you know, not very good for the environment. Okay, what if they had a challenge where you had to just cook pets? <laughs> oh my god. If I had like to, you open it if I had to cook a pet to hamsters. If I had to cook a pet, a goldfish would probably be like up there. If I had to pick Do it a raw. Boom. No, come on, Max. It'd be so boring. Yeah. Don't be silly. Hmm? Don't be silly, Max. If you had to cook a pet, what pet would you cook? I think they eat bird, guinea pig in parrot. Peru. Ooh. Parrot. A parrot. Oh, yeah. A parrot would be good. A mm-hmm. roasted parrot? How would you cook it? I'm sorry. I can't. Yeah. I'm, I'm really concerned about this episode's audio quality because, Jenny, you're sl- I see you slamming your table where you are. So who knows how much how much extra noise there's going to be. And Jenny or Stacy is only talking into the microphone half the time. We've been doing this podcast for three I'm years. Gonna look at you and I talk. I'm in my podcast you. studio and my mic's aka my wardrobe and my mic's balanced on a wire thing so when i move it it's not it doesn't make a noise it's tangible we can hear it oh you can hear it yes oh sorry so those like sos signals you're tapping (laughs) we know well hopefully hopefully this all works out sorry worlds i'll stop looking at max sorry bill So they're cooking trash, um, and then they're like, you're going to be cooking with a very special guest, and it's just Gordon. It's just Gordon again. Who were you hoping for? I don't know. With the kids, when they have special guests all the time, there's like TV celebrities and Muppets and soccer players, Michelle Obama via satellite. I was hoping for like Like, the Foo Fighters or someone. Why? (laughs) I don't know. I heard they were doing a tour, and I was like, oh, maybe it's them. <laughs> what is so random? But like, also, this was filmed like six months ago. I mean, the Foo Fighters have been around for a while. <laughs> Good point. Like, I don't think the Foo Fighters are any more or less random than like Kermit the Frog. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, they wish... didn't even have anything to promote. Yeah, I do wish they would use the MasterChef um, program as a way to elevate some other chefs, right? Because mm. right now we've got. I mean, I feel like the mo- all the biggest chefs are the ones that have something to do with MasterChef or something to do with Gordon Ramsay, I guess. But um, David Chang. Where's David Chang? Yeah. We'd love to see David Chang on MasterChef. Love to see David Chang on MasterChef. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like, I quite like that idea of just, like, regular famous people, too, because it is, like, it's not MasterChef the professionals. It's, like, home cooks. And I think sometimes it gets lost in because they're professional judges. It'd be quite cool to just have like Dave Grohl be like, "Oh, you did a really good job of this," considering you're not a chef. I guess. I wish, like, with the kids when they have their parents and families oh, yeah. come, they, they've done that in the adult Master Chef before too. Had had like their partners or their kids or whatever show up. That's nice. I like seeing a little bit outside of of that. You know, who we wouldn't see if it was a family episode, though. Do you think they're Bowen's parents? Oh. That's right. Well, we're coming up to that. Sorry. So they finished cooking their um, their garbage (laughs) garbage meals. Three people made pasta. Yep. Yep. Makes sense. Makes sense. Because you want it. You're trying to make the pasta the start. That, to me, tells me that you're probably not feeling super confident about what to do with these things. Mm Mm-hmm. 
Sam, uh, America's Sweetheart. Cue her theme. American Pie. No, that makes it sound like she's going to leave. No, I was singing oh, bye, right. bye, Miss American Pie. Oh, my. Pie. Not bye-bye. There you mm-hmm. go. Uh, she kills it with soup. Soup. I know. You mm. don't see a lot of soup on this show. Yeah, it's true. Um, so impressive. Mm-hmm. Ashley gets uh, her pasta uh, up. And Cesar. Whew. On what fire. A, what an emotional moment from Cesar. Yeah. Talking about his dad. The sacrifices they made. Yeah. Oof. So his dad was, when he first came to America, uh, you know, not doing well, um, looking for food in dumpsters, and he made a life for Cesar so that he could be on the show and make garbage food for Gordon Ramsay. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Pretty amazing. Pretty amazing. Um, Gordon drank the bowl of Sam's soup clean, mm-hmm. and yet she did not win this challenge. Well, it was just soup. I mean, how can you turn down Cesar after that moment? What made me feel ill about Sam's soup? soup of tears. Was they kept call it, talking about pulp? Mm-hmm. About Sam's soup? And it took me a while to realize they were talking about some sort of vegetable pulp. And I thought it was chicken pulp. And just the word chicken pulp, like, rolls off the tongue in not a nice way. That's <laughs> a boke boke sit. Yeah. Yep. Pulp. Say the word pulp. Chicken pulp. Chicken, chicken pulp. pulp. How gross is that? It sounds like you're throwing up. Yeah, isn't that? Um, so Cesar wins, and he so he doesn't have to cook in the elimination challenge, and he gets some kind of advantage, but they don't tell us what. It's a mystery. Hmm. Um, and then we find out, of course, that they get to uh, the elimination challenge is for them to make another meal, but with all the good parts of the the flip side, the That's inverse crazy. of what they had just done. I think another way they could have gone with this is taken the garbage that they didn't use or all the scraps that remained from the stuff that Cesar had made and it. they had to make something out of that like just <laughs> scrap on scrap smaller. scrap on scrap on scrap love it scrap squared <laughs> um it's a scrap off why would mm-hmm. they not just so, have done that like it would have made their budgets smaller like would have been impossible Nothing's impossible if you're a master chef, Max. And I'm sure there was remaining pulp. (laughs) That's right. It's a beauty of pulp. pulp. It's always pulp if you know where to look. Um, And they have the beautiful master chef pantry mm -hmm. full of food that will inevitably be wasted. (laughs) Where do you guys suddenly just decide to focus in on the food waste issue? Okay, new issue they should do. If they're like, oh, we imply we give it to homeless people. And one of the first challenges, they should cook a really nice meal at a homeless center. Oh, I love that. And then yeah, that would be their opportunity like... to say, see, this is what we do with everything in the MasterChef pantry. And by the way, if this happens next season, we know they're listening. Because that's like quite oh, a specific I love thing. That. That's a really good idea, though. Oh. Or what if you had them make like sandwiches or something to go hand out on the streets. And then whoever got more sandwiches taken by homeless people won the challenge. I think... I think all the sandwiches would probably get taken yeah, i don't think the homeless people would be like mm, my lab is free not for me but i think it's more like you wouldn't have it as an elimination challenge it would be one of those team challenges just to see who performs well in a team Aww. and then those that don't perform well go into a pressure test i love that i think that's so nice that would be mm-hmm. so nice hey elizabeth murdoch hey liz hmu Buddy. max that means hit me up i know you're quite old <sighs> Someone called for. Um, Quite old. The 
so they finish cooking their meals, and then we find out what Cesar's advantage was, which really wasn't an advantage for him, but he got to save one person. Mm-hmm. It was and the way he described this person, I thought for sure it was going to be Farhan. Me too. Yeah, I thought so too. But it was Jerome. Yeah. They're both teachers. I mean, I'm not mad about it. They are both teachers. Great point. There, there's the connection. I was wondering what it was. Do you think? And they'd actually said it at another point too. Like, yeah, in the last episode during the team challenge, it's like Jerron. We're both educators. You know. Yeah. Do you think mm-hmm. it's because he doesn't view Jerron as like extreme competition, so it's just yeah, someone he absolutely. knows he can assassinate later on? Um, yeah, that's what you'd have to do. No, I don't you think that it, if that was true, then he would have picked Bowen on account of how everybody during that challenge are talking about who's going home and everybody is saying Bowen. So Bowen must be the weakest person perception wise at that point within the group. Hmm. Hmm. I can't put I my mean, finger on Bowen. He's all over the map. He is all over the map. Unhinged. He has can't a very him. intense moment. Also, he just had told... Cesar, like, you, I hate you. I don't I, like you. I do not like you. I do not you. like you. You're not going to rescue somebody who says that to you. I Although like I thought you. that Cesar was being very nice. He kept being like, keep hustling and things like that to Bowen. I think Cesar is At just one like point, the Bowen was dude. like, thank you, Cesar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's right. Um, who would you guys have picked to save? Mm, I, I probably would have. Ashley. Oh, really? No, she's too strong. I would have gone for... I don't know if Jerome's the weakest, but I would have gone for whoever was weakest. You pick Ashley, you're just like going to get slammed by her in the next round. I feel like... I don't know. I haven't... She, I guess she did wind up really shining this episode, but to me, she's like just really flown under the radar a lot or seemed to struggle or seemed to be stressed out. I don't think, I don't think she's going all the way to the end. Oh, wow. I think that she really leveled up in this episode. I think it was clear that she has evolved from whatever, from whence she came. Mm -hmm. She has, um, she has leveled up. Farhan spooked me the most in this episode. I thought he was a good, solid boy. And now, I don't know, I got, I I was spooked. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Farhan, undo your apron. And then do it back up. That was so, ridiculous. And it was such a like, little F you to Julia. I felt so bad yeah. for her. Oh, it was so yeah. mean. Julia was uh, too bad. So Julia it went home. Really... Her chicken mm-hmm. was compared to airline food. That's rough. Mm-hmm. She was really unpassionate this episode. Like surprisingly like drained. She was like in a daze. She just didn't have any idea what she was going to do. Like it just seemed like she was just not into it she was capped like, out and when she did wind up cooking something it was like chicken breast on couscous it was really didn't mean anything wasn't yeah. her on a plate i wonder where her head was at because we didn't really get an explanation from her there mm-hmm. wasn't even any sort of focus i mean the judges kind of mentioned it like uh she, she seems rattled but there was no explanation yeah she just went home did you guys write down her sentence that she said at the end that was clearly edited together or did no. you notice it it seemed really like long and like emotionally like whiplashy. Yeah, I should have written it down, but I was like, "Of course, I'm of course never going to stop cooking. I've always wanted." <laughs> I was like, "Oh God!" <laughs> that was a weird sentiment because it's like I don't think anybody expects people to stop cooking <laughs> when they go home. I'll never cook again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be amazing. What if you went on the show? You had to put that on the line. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I promise to never cook again. I'll, I'll hang up my apron for good. Mm-hmm. Oh, 
that there was a lot of puree issues in the second half. I like everybody did a puree. I like chunky mash. <laughs> like if I was to eat, I would rather a good chunky mash than a puree palm puree. I feel like chunky mash is maybe my book book baby for this episode. <laughs> Just you saying it right now. <laughs> But what was her chunky puree? I don't know. It was red. It was red. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Because Farhan had beet puree and... They both went down on their purees. Yeah. It's like, guys, it's puree. Just puree it. Yeah. There's like a setting on a blender. You don't need to overthink it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> See, Stacey, that's kind of winning attitude. It's going to get you top 10. <laughs> that's right. Mm-hmm. So that... Um, so that's the end of Julia. So we lost Julia and Shanika, which leaves us with Farhan, Bowen, Ashley, Samantha, Jerron, and Cesar. Guys, right now, who is winning Master Chef? Cesar? Ashley. Cesar. I go Cesar as well. Wow. We'll see. We shall see. Um, anything else we should, uh, before, so we'll kick it over now to the interview with Emily. And anything else people should know? How can people find us on social media? Um, we are After Chef Junior on Instagram and Twitter. So get, send us a little message. Tweet us. Follow us. Um, you can go to AfterChefJunior.com to catch up on the latest episodes. Follow us on iTunes, etc. If you'd like to support the show financially, um, please head over to Gordon Ramsay. I wouldn't feed it to my dot dog for an instant link to our Patreon page where you can get cool rewards for throwing a few bucks our way. Um, everything from t-shirts to teeth to shout-outs right here on the show. That's right. Teeth. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> teeth. And also, I would really love to hear from our listeners, because we might be wrong, what they think of these double episodes. Not ours, because yeah. our hands are tied. What they yeah. think of the two-hour MasterChef mm. episodes. Because yeah. maybe How we're just jaded. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Maybe people are excited and delighted. Wow. Speaking of being excited and delighted, I cannot wait to hear this Emily interview. So let's do it. And uh, we will see you guys next week. Bye. Guys, when you're listening to the interview, oh, I'm going to stop my record. Okay, Emily, thank you for joining us. Yes. <laughs> Was it Ginny who hooked you up with us? Uh, yeah. So he, uh, we've kind of been messaging after the fact. Um, you know, after he, you know, after we all got back from filming essentially, um, and after he did his interview with you, he was just like, Emily, you should do it. And I was like, <laughs> no, no, like, like they hate me. No, no, I don't want to do it. Um, the other two but- don't hate you at all. They're like your biggest fan. Every time we hang out from recording, they're like, oh, you and Emily are the same person. And I'm like, mm, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see when I speak to her. We'll see. It might be one of those things where it's like, you know, positives are like, you know, butt heads and, and um, you know, opposites attract. And if you have the same personality as somebody, it's like, I don't know if I like that person. It's like, well, you know. <laughs> Let's talk about this job that none of us understand. <laughs> so what actually knows what I do. But really what my day-to-day job is, like we do research for the large food manufacturers that you probably everyone's heard of. So we even do some work in Canada. So, you know, Pepsi and Coke and Tyson and ConAgra, um, McCain, I mean, like all these large food manufacturers, and they hire us to do research with food service um, operators, we call them. So people that work in the restaurants um, or with distributors. And okay, so-, so you told your work that you um, were interested in applying for MasterChef and they were just okay with you taking the time off or... 
Uh, well, I kind of applied for it and didn't tell them. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like, you know, better to ask forgiveness than permission, I guess. Um, so I kind of was just like, you know, it's probably not going to happen anyways. Um, if it does, we'll just deal with it when it happens, when the time comes. And then, you know, it ended up happening and they called me. So I didn't even really bring it up to them until they were like, we want to bring you out to LA, like hop on a plane in 10 days. And I was like, um, Hey, BT doves, I did this thing and I need your kind of approval. Like, and I kind of told them, I was like, this is happening. Um, how can we make it happen? Because I'm going, you know, not not like, Oh, can I go? I was like, this is happening. So figure out what you, what you got to do. But then you had a job to go back to. Exactly. You know, and that was, I feel like they didn't show that when I got eliminated, but like, you know, part of it, like I was like bawling. I don't know if you could tell it. Like, Cause I was like waving like a Kleenex around and I was just like a crazy person. Um, but I kept telling him, I'm just like, I'm happy. I'm going home. You know, like this is not, um, you know, it's almost not like tears of joy, you know, I'm sad it's ending, but like, I was happy I was going home. I got to see my family and my dogs and my boyfriend and like be home. Um, and I just was like, you know, I didn't, I didn't give up as much to be here as a lot of other people did. You know, a lot of people gave up jobs. There were people that like sold their apartment or like, you know, they were, had to like get out of their lease and like find a new place to live. I was just like, I'm literally going back to my life. Like nothing ever happened. You know, my boyfriend's been holding down the house with the dogs and like my job is there for me to go back to. So yeah, I didn't really feel like I, I suffered a whole lot. Um, okay, so let's talk about you on the show. So do you feel that the way they sort of portrayed you as like the clever girl um, what was accurate or do you even feel you were portrayed that way? <laughs> so I know a lot of people are going to probably hate me even more, but, um, you know, I like, I mean, to be honest, that's who I am. You know, I mean, that's- I don't think people are hate, like, see online, like I, me personally, as a person, I was like, is this real? Is she real? But online, I don't feel like people are like, I don't feel you're the like bad person in the show. Oh, well, I haven't been trying to like, <laughs> really not like the villain. But uh, and I've been trying to stay away from a lot of social media unless it's like comes directly to me. So I don't like go searching for it. Yeah. But and I was like, you know, there's the perception out there that, yeah, I'm like the kind of smarmy, you know, know it all. Yeah whatever and of course like if that's what they are trying to portray me as that's the clips they're gonna take and that's the clips they're gonna show and you know there's just so much more that happens beyond that but like I would say for the most part if you were at a viewing party with my closest friends and family and we're watching the show there's so many times that they're just like yep that's Emily like that's who you are. And I was just like, yeah, well, they got the best of me. So. so like my question has always been personality or edit. And it seems it's personality. Uh, it's mostly personality. And then like, you know, obviously it's like, you know, because the people that I feel like don't love me probably are just turned off by that. But like everything else that they don't show would probably soften that blow just a little bit. You know, yeah. I mean, they probably still wouldn't be like, oh, we're going to be besties. But um you know, they probably wouldn't be like, oh, my God, she's so annoying. It's like, well, they pick the most annoying things that I say to, to show. But because I think for me, like the juxtaposition between the people they portray on the show as um, as super like lucky to be there or like they re- it's really against the against the grain that they would be. In, in a cooking environment. Um, and then I felt they really like fluffed you up as a like, I'm 
educated on the cooking scene. So I felt like they did everything they could to like really play that contrast. But then mm-hmm. I did see on social media this week that um, you had said you don't view anyone as a chef unless they had gone to culinary school. And I was like, oh, Emily. <laughs> so, I mean, to be like 100% honest, I do find it pretty disrespectful that the people that um, you know, spent a week on MasterChef are now calling themselves a chef. You know what I mean? Like, like would you call I, yourself a chef? No, absolutely right. not. Um, because I, I mean, even coming from the food service industry, I mean, I, I spent time, you know, eight years working at a restaurant where I was kind of like um, a little bit of back of house, some front of house it was kind of in between. But like, I, I'm not a trained chef. I don't, you know, if anything, I would maybe say I could, I could maybe cut it as a cook in a kitchen, but like, that's the, that's the factor right there. Those, these people don't even understand the difference between a chef and a cook. You know what I mean? Like you're not classically trained. You didn't go to school. You didn't devote your entire life to this. I mean, like being, you have a job, a day job, and this is what you do on the side. You're not a chef, you know, and, and marketing yourself as such. I just feel like it's such a disrespect to the people that like did go to school and they have been like busting their ass in kitchens for 15 hours a day for the last 10 years. And like, they deserve to be called a chef. You know what I mean? I just, I mean, that one was a little tit for tat on, on social media, but, uh, but that's want, like, I really do truly believe that. Do you want to be a chef? Absolutely not. Um, so growing up, that was like my my ultimate goal and dream was to go to culinary school, then go to business school, be a chef, open my own restaurant. Like that was like I had, you know, my road like planned out. Um, and then I got a job. I was 15. I got a job in a restaurant and I was like, oh, this is what it's like. No, nope, don't want to do this. Um, so, of course, you know, I was in high school and then in college. So I was kind of working my way through. So it was fine for that. Um but I really kind of went back to the drawing board. And especially when I was in college, I was like, I don't know what the hell I'm going to do. Like, what what do what makes me happy? You know, what am I passionate about? Um, a real eat, pray, love experience. But <laughs> <laughs> with, with a, little, a little more structure, I feel, you know, I didn't just like, you know, wander around Italy and eat pizza and pasta and like date gorgeous men, unfortunately. But I know actually Ginny told me your boyfriend's really handsome. Oh, he is. Because I, I was like, okay, Caesar and Emily, like, is it there? Is it not there? And he was like, no, she has a really handsome partner. Yeah, he's uh, like, oh, that's so funny that Jeannie would say that. Um, I'm sure Thomas would love to hear that, actually. No, he's gorgeous. Are you showing Which, me? Is that what you're yeah, 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 yeah. I'm trying to, like, find a good picture of him. Um, How did he feel about you being on TV? Oh, my God. Well, being on TV, I don't think that he was really had any qualms about that. But for him, it was really, really hard for me to be away. I mean, you literally I don't know if Junie told you this, but like you have one 10 minute call once per week. So like you otherwise no communication with your family and friends, the outside world, nothing. And the first couple of weeks he was working because like I couldn't tell him when I was going to call. And so I would be calling at night and he he works in a restaurant. And so he would be working and un- he wasn't able to answer. And like he was just like torn apart. Like he was like I was literally like bawling when I would get your message that you like called me and then I wasn't going to hear for you for a week. And so, like, it was like you're, you're just not allowed your phones. Yeah, no, they confiscate them. So they pick you up at the airport and then you get in the van and they're like, okay, last five minutes with your phones. And so you're like furiously texting all your like friends and family like, oh my God, I love you. Like I'll talk to you in a week. And then they take all your shit and like don't give it back until the day you leave. So. Oh my God. Um, I want to move on, but I also I want to see this picture too. I know. I'm trying to find a good one. He like doesn't, well, this is an old one. Oh, whoa. He is really handsome. He kind of looks a bit like Judy. 
Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's why Junie said it. He's just like, oh, he's beautiful. He's gorgeous. He, looks he like does look a bit like Junie, like dark features. That's so Junie's like, oh, 10. He's a 10. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so I wanted to ask you about the actual format of the show. Did you feel there was enough, like, cooking involved? Um, you know, so I think it's kind of funny because being on the show versus, like, watching it, um, the, the first thing that kind of struck me was, like, it doesn't make sense. You win a challenge and then you don't, your reward is that you don't have to cook. But like, it's a cooking show yeah. and you want to watch like the good people cook. But you win something and then you don't have to cook. And so it's basically like almost like a train wreck waiting to happen. You're like putting these, you know, the people that aren't as good in this pressure cooker and then like here, cook this thing in like 30 minutes and like do all this crazy stuff. Um, so it's almost like taking that perverse, um, what Americans almost like to see on TV and just like, amplifying it to like the nth degree you know it's like let's see how bad they can really be not like how good um okay and then I wanted to speak to you about the other contestants um what's kind of struck us the most between the junior one and this one is there's just so much drama and I don't know if it was like this every season or if it was just this season could you speak to that a little bit um I mean, honestly, I think that's the way that the show is designed. You know, they pick the people who are, you know, have the best opportunity of creating a lot of drama. Um, so, I mean, because I, you know, I watched last season and like, you know, you just always are going to have that little bit of drama. And plus, you know, if you take 24 people, completely different people from different parts of the world, um, you know, different personalities, and you literally are putting them in a hotel with no access to the outside world together for, you know, upwards of six to eight weeks, like shit's going to happen. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> So who was, who were the nicest people just for you? Like in terms of like, this was a, you guys were good for me to enjoy this experience with. Um, I would definitely say, so Caesar for Han, um, Ashley, Junie, I loved Junie so much. He just left so early that like, I didn't get a lot of opportunity to like hang out with him, like back at the hotel and stuff. Um, but I mean, that's pretty much it. I mean, I didn't go into this saying I'm going to make some best friends and like, like, that's not why I went. I didn't go to make friends. And I, I made it very clear. I think I made it a little too clear to people at the beginning. Um, that I was just like, I'm not here to make friends. Like, I literally didn't talk to anyone except for my roommate for the very, for the like first full week. I didn't talk to anybody. I was just like, I'm not here to make friends. That's fine. So if you didn't want to be a chef and you weren't there to make like lifelong friends, why did you go? <laughs> um... <laughs> I think I did it mostly kind of to, I mean, it might sound like a little bit weird, but like almost to like prove to myself that like, do I know as much about food as I thought I did? Or like, am, am I as good at cooking as I think I am? You know, it's not, it wasn't, did I ever think I was going to win it all? No, not really. You know, did I near the end think I might make it to the finale? Yeah. Like a couple times I thought maybe that could happen. Um, but like, yeah, I wasn't, I didn't go out there to like make friends, making connections is good. Like having that networking ability, but like, I wasn't out there to make, I've got friends. I don't need friends. Like, like, Emily, I'm like, you're so cold. It's so cold. <laughs> Some of the other people we've spoken to have been like, yeah, you get that feeling like when you leave camp and you're just like so sad. And these are people <laughs> I have in my life now that I'll know forever. And you're just like, yeah, I have my own life. Like I'm not bothered. 
<laughs> well, like, you know, and I, I did take, it's just, you also have to know like me as a person. So like, I have like a very small core group of friends who I am like do or die. Like they're my ride or die. Like I will do anything for them. And then everyone else are just acquaintances. You know, it's like if we bump into each other and like say, Hey, that's cool out for drinks, whatever, that's fun. But, um, like I'm just very kind of black and white when it comes to that. And so, especially in this experience, you, as most people could probably tell, I didn't have a lot of people on the show, like other contestants that were really close to me, you know, like early on, there was like a, a movement, like an, I hate Emily movement. And I was just like, that's fine. You know, <laughs> that's so you cool. felt, you felt the other contestants early on identified you as, as like oh, a target. Absolutely. Not even like a target, but just like, didn't like me, you know, and like it's totally separate from the show or anything that was happening on the show, but just like we were not going to be friends. You know right. what I mean? And so like when that happens, I just go, that's fine. And I move along, you know, I'm just like, that's fine. I don't need, you know, I'm not here to like be besties with everyone. Cause that's where you get into trouble. You're trying to be friends with everyone. And that's where people see that. And then they think that you're like shady, you know? And I was just like, that's fine. So what you're saying is if I'm in Chicago, I should not slide into your DMS for acquaintances, <laughs> 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 like cool drinks. Like that's fun. So I'll know? aspire to be an acquaintance. <laughs> Like, we're not, you know, like, we, we're probably, ne- you live in Canada, I live in Chicago, like, hey, we're probably never going to be, like, besties, but, like, Emily, you, you know, obviously don't listen to the podcast, I'm always traveling, that's why I make fun of you, of you for always traveling, too, <laughs> just hashtag well-traveled kind of gals, you know? <laughs> um, okay, so let's talk about the episode where you exited, that was, like, the strangest piece of TV, in terms of, like, as you know, I work in TV, mm-hmm. so I, I'm coming at it through that angle and I was just like what there was a lot of like square things being shoved in round holes through that whole episode I know you can talk about what didn't happen on camera but I'm sure you have enough to say about what happened on camera (laughs) (laughs) very strange yes yeah um yeah there's just so much that they just weren't even able to show that just based on time time constraints but um let's start with the team challenge so you're a captain and people pick their own teams and it's perfectly divided down the middle. Um, and that's kind of where we see Shanika pull the usual Shanika when she's not the captain of criticizing the captain. <laughs> How did you feel in that moment? I Well, let me just say this. As soon as I saw Shanika step over to my side of the, of the you know, like split, I was like, ah, shit. Were you shocked yeah. about that? Um, I was surprised, but not overly so because she she didn't like me, but she hated Caesar more. <laughs> so, she only had two options. Yeah, you know, she had to pick one. So, like lesser of two evils, I guess. Yeah. Um, but that was that was the first thing that looking back, it's just like I didn't have even have control over the people who were on my team. You know, like they picked me, I didn't pick them. Um, ultimately, I was pretty happy with the people that ended up picking me. Like I literally thought one person was going to pick me. Mm. I thought I was, I thought it was going to be me and one other person cooking for a hundred people. Like literally, hands down, I was like, this is happening today. <laughs> it, it didn't. I was like, oh my god, this is amazing. And did you find it hard to control that? Like, there's only so much you can do. So when it came to the cooking of the pork or what have you, a certain to a certain extent, it's out of your hands, literally. Right. Yeah. And li- so m- my tactic was, 
um, to pick ingredients that were not like foolproof, but like pork, it's like you cook it to well done. End of story. There's no middle ground. Steak, everyone prefers there's a different way. Salmon, um, you know, I prefer mine well done. Someone like Gordon might say a more medium or medium rare is good. Like I wasn't going to pick something that has a range of temperatures. It's like pork, you cook it to well done and you're done with it. Um, but yeah, you have to put the trust in your teammates in order to execute on what you decide. Um, and I think that is, that's the scariest thing. I'm like type A, I want to have control over everything at all times. Like that's I don't my get that vibe from you at all. Serious. <laughs> <laughs> Did you feel a bit, it was a bit of a curveball that it was a team challenge like this late into the contest? Like... No, I think we were all pretty much expecting it because like whenever we would come up on on even numbers of people, we'd kind of be like, okay, yeah, I think it's going to be a team challenge coming up. You know, if it was if we hadn't had one in a few days and um, we had an even number of people, it was like, yeah, we're going to have a team challenge. Okay, so then we have the voting thing, which was like one team won and then the next day the other team won, which I don't think you'll be able to count like comment on a lot. It was a bit strange. And then... I don't, you probably haven't listened to this week's episode of our podcast, but the options they gave you at the end for you to cook off, I, I, I've been dying to speak to you about this because they offered you, like, there was no, there was no, it wasn't like, oh, if you don't use this immunity, you can use it in the next round. Like, there's no benefit to not picking the immunity. And you're smart. And I was just, and Max was like, oh, maybe it was her, like, feelings about Shanika she really wanted to like put and I was like no like there's no way Emily made like an emotional decision in that moment are you able to tell me what happened blink twice absolutely Absolutely. um let me just put it this way yeah I think it was like of course it's a team challenge me and Caesar are captains that there's a tie right and of course they announce red team and then but wait you know oh blue team also it's a tie what and then the next day okay yeah red team you lose this is what I, I truly feel happened. They saw an opportunity to create, you know, the situation that ended up happening because yeah. they know me and yeah. they know how I felt about the whole situation. So like what you saw on camera for the team challenge of like Shanika and what she was saying is this much of what she was actually, it was bad. It was terrible. Like she couldn't even say one positive thing about anyone on our team. So I'm just like, this, you're a crap team member. You know what I mean? So they basically, I think what they did is they constructed, um, you know, that elimination challenge just like without sounding, you know, full of myself. They constructed it for me. They made it a baking elimination to challenge. I love home. baking. To right. Exactly. Home. I love a baking challenge. Um, and they knew what happened the day before with the team challenge and me and Shanika. And they knew that there was a, a bone to pick with her. Um, and they also probably knew that, um, you know, I know that people I, I, not that I lived in fear, but like, I knew people weren't going to like absolutely love me already based on, you know, how I was probably going to be portrayed. And so I was like, if I choose to save myself, like everyone is going to hate me. So you did make that, you did honestly make that decision to go in the head to head. Oh yeah, absolutely. What? Like, I I made that decision. I just spent like 20 minutes defending you to Max. Like there's no way she made that call. There's no way. I thought you, because to me that calls like emotion driven. And to me, you were like a calculated player in that game. Like who cares if the other people don't like you? It sounds like they didn't like you anyway. So what does it matter? Well, so to me in the moment, I like that wasn't, to me, it was a very calculated decision. It's a baking challenge. 
Um, Shanika is not good at baking, like really bad at baking. I can't even taste chocolate. Well, right. You know, so I was like, I was like, it was basically like a, a grand slam. It was a home run. Like, come on, let's be real. So I was like, and that's why I even said, unless there's something like catastrophic that happens, I will win this. And I genuinely felt that, you know, that was not, so it was a calculated decision, but I was going into it with like a 90% chance of winning until my cake fell over. Yeah. And then it was like all done. I was like, nope, it's not happening. Like I'm going home. As soon as my cake fell over, I knew I was going home. Well, I guess now that I know that you don't want to be a chef, your decision makes more sense to me. Because at the time I'm like, this girl's gunning eyes on the prize. But it sounds like right. you had more to play with than I understood. Like if you already had your job to go home to and like it oh, wasn't yeah. all on the line for you in the same way it was for some other people, I guess. Right. So there's more room for like doing taking a risk like that right because it was a big risk (laughs) I didn't need to get to the top five I didn't need to get to the finale you know there wasn't it wasn't need driven it really was as far as I get is as far as I get and I'm happy with that you know like even looking back like I know that I would have been able to make it to the top five am I happy with how far I got yes am I happy that I stuck to my guns and you know and didn't make some of the people who were my friends, you know, battle it out in the kitchen, making a four layer cake. Like, yeah, I'm glad I didn't do that. So I wasn't sending one of them home. You know, the chances of Shanika going home were higher against me than I think they probably would have been against the three others that were down there. So, And so I saw on something that I was reading that they cut out a bit where I guess Shanika's cake was in that chiller too. So is there sort of, rumors of a little bit of tampering when she took her cake out that blast chiller I don't I wouldn't say rumors I mean like and I don't want to start rumors but if you watch closely enough on the episode it's like I put my cake in the blast chiller and her her cakes are still in the blast chiller cooling from being taken out of the pans um and then when my cake fall I went back there to get my cake and her cakes were not in the blast chiller so obviously I mean, someone's gone into the blast chiller. She didn't like, yes, my cake was probably not structurally sound and like it fell over. And I, yes, I deserve to go home. Like, I agree with all the decisions that were made. Um, if I was Shanika and I was sucky, like I wasn't good at baking. I was up against someone like me who was really good at baking um, in a head to head challenge with a good percentage of chance of me going home. Would I give the you know, the blast chiller, a little extra bump when I close the door. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, Jesus. <laughs> Not saying that that's what she did, but, um, you know, I'm like, would I do that if I was put in a position with my back against a wall? Maybe, you know, you never know. And have you been surprised by um, her treatment of you since the episode has aired? Like her public? Um. Well, what's funny is that I think she's um, like on social media and stuff like I'm not like I don't follow her. Um, I don't tweet at her like I'm not like going after her. It's people that are like clearly are supporters of her that are basically going on whatever my social media page I have and basically saying, oh, you deserve to get sent home. It's like my response to them is always I'm sure someone that you do support on the show would really love a message of support from you because I know that what I've been getting from people is 
really kind of helped me through this, you know, it's a very frustrating kind of, you know, time where you're just like, man, did I make the right decision? It's like getting the positive messages from people are really helpful. Um, and so that's my first response to them. And then usually when they're like, oh God, you're like, oh, you're such a bitch. Like, I'm glad you went home. I'm just like, okay, that's cool. And then Shanika gets involved and it's, she's just like, take that, you know, take that loss. And it's just like, you're acting like you don't get sent home at some point. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. girl, come on, I come know. on. <laughs> I know, but I think, um, and, and Max and Stacey agree that she is purposefully playing this role. Like she's really leaned into this character like he- heavily because there's no way she can be like that. There's not like surely, like see when she was paired up with Sam, like who could be an arsehole to Sam? Like Sam is like America's sweetheart as Max said calls her. <laughs> like surely Shanika's just leaning into this personality uh I I'm gonna go ahead and say um no she is that is who she is like but in the same vein I mean what they choose to show and you know is not all of her actions but at the same time that's not her like honestly as at least from my experience that's not her playing a role it's not her playing a part it's like what she was how she acted on camera was exactly how she acted off camera um and that there's a reason why Bowen is the only person in the kitchen that really was her friend, you know? Yeah, I wanted to ask you about Bowen, actually, because really we've seen, the viewer has seen pretty much nothing of Bowen, mm-hmm. but people hate him online. Like, what? yeah, see the, um, like the Reddits and the people who are tweeting us and everything hate him, hate him. And really? I don't know if something's coming or we've just not seen. I I don't know. But so you you had a good experience with him? I loved Bowen. Like he was um, (laughs) he was really funny. I think a lot of that comes because he just is like this very sassy, um, you know, sassy kind of like man who just doesn't give a shit. You know, he's just kind of like I am who I am. Um, Did you see what he just said to Caesar in the last episode, though? Like, I don't like you. Did oh, you yeah, no, he would tell him, oh, no, they hated each other. They hated each other. <laughs> oh, so that was, like, beyond. <laughs> yeah, no, they hated each other. Really? Um, but, but the funny, like, that's what I appreciated about Bowen. It's, like, he'll tell you to to your face. Like, I don't like Twice. you. Twice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, Just okay. in case you didn't hear it the first time. <laughs> but Caesar seems so unhateable. Uh, yeah, I mean, like, especially what, what they show on camera and, like, he just... I think he's the kind of person that likes to kind of poke people. You know, he likes to punch their buttons and like kind of see how he can kind of get at them. Yeah. Um. And and see and Bowen was just like, "F you, Caesar." You know, like he just did not like it because they really he really Caesar just was like always pushing his buttons, and so Bowen was just like, "Ugh, I hate you." Um. And then I want to ask you this is my last question. Out of the top ten, and this is not real. This is just I'm asking you your opinion. Out of the people who made it to the top ten, who would have won? Um. So I like uh pretty true to like what I said when I left. So uh, for Han, Ashley, and and I would probably put Caesar in there as well as like my contenders for like definitely for the finale because right. they're. Just those three have so much food knowledge and experience in the industry and like, you know, even just stuff, you know, it's like, go Google them and you'll find out like, there's so much more beyond what they show on the show. Um, They just had the knowledge and experience to back up winning, you know? So like any, either one of those three, I would have been like, yes, I would believe it in a heartbeat. 
Yeah, I mean, a quarter of a mil for like winning something like that is like quite a nice chunk of change. Yeah. <laughs> eight, eight weeks of work, it's like eight weeks of suffering and you can just like ride it out. It's you can nice. almost buy a house in Vancouver. Almost. <laughs> for a quarter of a mil. <laughs> okay, Emily, this has been great. Um, I can't wait to do a little face swap of us for Instagram so that everyone can <laughs> see how twisty we are. Um, and otherwise, it's been really great chatting with you. I wish you all the best. Thanks, it you sounds too. like you've got a sweet career and you've got nothing to worry about. So, <laughs> living the dream, living the dream. And if we ever get that um, Master Chef after show that we're trying to get, we'll definitely have you on TV nice. show. Cool. Awesome. Our food commentary, because you know we know nothing. <laughs> <laughs> we need some sort of educated food commentator. But we're all like, so what is a fish cheek? <laughs> The best part of the fish. No one used it. That's terrible. <laughs> okay, have a great day. Yes. Yeah.